I'm so excited for this episode. I have a special guest, Jessica Urquhart. She's a decision empowerment coach who specializes in helping people navigate through transitions in life, such as leaving a career to start a new business. She teaches people how to make better balanced decisions using a whole human approach to decision-making. It leverages the strengths of logic, plus emotion, plus motivations, and your intuition. It helps you to step into your next phase of life with excitement and intentional direction. We had such a great conversation around this topic, and she goes into detail about how to have clarity. There are so many great takeaways from this episode. I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed having the conversation. Hello, and welcome to Starting a Business Simplified, Navigating the Shift, a podcast for those of you looking to transition from a medical career to starting an online business. I will be sharing how to get started, success stories, and more. If you are looking to make the move from medicine to online, but don't know where to start or have a business, but are looking for business tips and encouragement on your journey, this is the podcast for you. I'm Susie Raines, your host, and I look forward to helping you simplify starting a business. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Susie. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So I did introduce you before this, but I would love if you would just share with the audience who you are and what brought you to becoming a coach and business owner. All right. So my name is Jessica Urquhart. I am a decision empowerment coach. I am based out of Chicago, Illinois, but I work with plenty of people online all over. And my path to becoming a coach definitely has not been a straight line. I come from 20 years of working in finance, corporate finance, financial services. And um, that was a career that served me very well. I was able to achieve a lot in that space, but I never felt connected to the work that I was doing. I always knew that there was something just that wasn't the right fit for me. I wasn't really fulfilled by my day-to-day activity. Aside from the teams that I was working with, the people I loved, but the work itself just didn't do it for me. And I tried so many different roles and it never, it was just not something I was curious about at the end of the day. So in 2018, I was actually in a really wonderful place in my life. And there was still this like gaping hole of dissatisfaction that I knew was coming from my career. So I reached out to a coach at that time and didn't know what I wanted to do next, but I know I knew I didn't want to just find another job because I'd already tried so many different facets of finance and I knew I needed something. It was a radical change. So through working with my coach, I came to the realization that I would potentially be so fulfilled by owning my own business. So That was like a really exciting possibility to acknowledge, but I also felt like I didn't have any good ideas. So I worked with my coach for many months in creating that mental creative space to explore different opportunities and to give them some time to actually 
be thought through instead of just dismissing things as impossible. And ultimately, I decided to leave my career, give myself some open space and explore what entrepreneurship could look like. So I actually started out kind of in this like nature tourism space. I was developing a game app that was encouraging people to get outside. And I live in the city, but I love nature. So encouraging people to explore their local area, especially here in Chicago. But it wasn't too long before I realized that I was like super out of my own depth. Like I am not a tech person. I don't develop software. I was leaning heavily on other people's expertise. So I was like, I'm leveraging my strengths with this direction. And at the same time that I started admitting that to myself, I started getting just like this organic inflow phone calls from previous clients or not clients, coworkers who were going through major transitions in their career and they wanted someone to bounce ideas with and to get some feedback about what would make the most sense for them as their next step forward. And it came to me after several of these calls came up. I was like, well, this is what people are coming to me for. Maybe I should look into this. So then I solicited my coach for mentorship and I went out and got certified and I have been developing my coaching practice since October of 2020. Awesome. So many great things in your story and so many great things that our listeners, all of them, like it, there's that process of trying, just trying, exploring and getting creative because you don't know unless you try something. And then it, it, with that, trying out something and then having new ideas come out of that or knowing, okay, this isn't for me. Let me explore something else. Thanks so much um, for that. Yeah. So what's been the most challenging part about being a business owner? You came from corporate and from a finance background, and then now you're doing your own thing. What challenges have you run into? Yeah, this is, I don't want to say it's especially for a solopreneur because I think a lot of people go through this, but marketing is not my strong suit. I'm great with the business fundamentals, but really putting myself out there. And as a solopreneur, I am the face of my business. And that has been a really uncomfortable challenge to process through. And I'm just kind of starting from scratch, learning marketing from scratch and um, working through my own mindset and learning how to be visibly imperfect <laughs> has been quite the process, but it is so expansive. I have grown so much through this process and I'm honestly learning just how to have more fun in life and not really care so much about what other people think as long as I'm following the right path for me. So that's been like a good practice in practicing what I preach. <laughs> yeah, I can resonate with that so much. Getting out there and just, I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> My listeners know I'm like, I talk to people and the common thread amongst all of us as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business owners is that we all, we have to put ourselves out there and we just have to do it and then we can refine. So it gets better. Mm -hmm. I'm not a marketer either and everybody knows that, but I'm learning and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with that learning process. I'm just like you and my listeners right now probably are feeling the same way as we learn and grow. It gets easier and easier to do. Like you said, you don't care what people think. You're like, no, I'm just going to go do it. And we care less. We're not quite as, yeah. And it's, I'll just refine. 
like I'll refine it. I'll let me get it out there and kind of fumble a little bit and then I'll do it better next time and then get better next time. And yeah, all those things that we all struggle with. What's been the most rewarding of being your own boss, having your own business? Well, the work itself is super rewarding. That's a beautiful benefit of coaching is that the impact that you're making is very personal and beautiful. So there's that aspect. And also of just having the creativity to develop a business in really any way that I want to. I mean, there is my own mission in my business is decision empowerment coaching, but also like encouragement to spend time in nature. And that is like not something that currently exists in like a solid framework. And this is something that I get to be super creative with, dive into research and really just explore a new space of opportunity. And that's super exciting. The insatiable curiosity is probably my favorite part. Yeah. Okay. Listen carefully, listeners. The opportunities are endless, but sometimes we put ourselves in a box because we come from a structured environment when we're leaving a job and we move into this open, vast space of creativity. (laughs) That's how I think of it. When I come to work and I'm like, I'm creating something out of almost pretty much nothing because it's the idea and then it expands and grows. I love that. That's awesome. That open space can be so intimidating though, (laughs) especially when you're used to working with a lot of structure. So yeah, it can be an adjustment for sure. Yeah, it really caused me to create my business because I create that foundational structure, taking that big idea and then putting it into a plan. So having some sort of a path that you can tangibly say, okay, I can make these steps forward and start to create this great vision that I have for a business. So we'll switch gears a little bit, and this is something I'm curious about, so I'm happy to ask the question and excited to hear. You talk about the whole human approach to when you choose a path or making decisions. Can you explain that a little bit and what that means? I would love to. Thank you for asking. Yeah, so as I developed my decision coaching practice, this comes out of my years of experience of advising executives and leaders and boards through major financial decisions and investments and risk assessments. So I have a lot of experience with guiding people through the process of making a decision that is going to have a positive return on investments. But there's more to it when, especially as business owners, There's so much of our person involved in our business. We need more support, not just with the logic of our decisions that we're facing, but also acknowledging and embracing and leveraging the strengths of the emotions that come forward, the underlying motivations and the intuition, the inner knowing, the deep-rooted values that we hold and keeping all of those pieces together. And not keeping them together, but and also not assigning labels to them because sometimes we get into this mindset that the logic is the truth or the fact or it's more important or we kind of shun emotional-based decisions a lot of times as not being reasonable or fully thought out or maybe just not as effective or something. And a lot of times we, I hear a lot, trust your gut. 
doesn't matter anything else as long as your gut is guiding you you're on the right path and what i see in that is that really all of these facets of us are helpful they're information they're just sources of information that are coming from different areas of who we are as a human and so I embrace that and I encourage my friends to honor all of that. So honoring the logic, honoring the emotions, honoring the intuition and using that information to create a choice or a decision or a solution forward that really helps you feel that you have peace of mind and you're excited about it and you feel aligned in your soul because you've considered all these factors and you haven't shut anything off as being, oh, I can't get emotional about that, or my brain doesn't think this, but my gut does. And so which one is right? We factor all those pieces in to create a whole human approach to your process. That's so important. I'm just thinking, I have a picture in my head as you were describing that. We can be fragmented almost, it sounds. And we just, okay, I'm doing business stuff. So I'm going to think like a business owner and I'm going to just stay over here and do that. And then I can be emotional over here in another day and another time and not blend the two together. And if I'm understanding correctly, we should be like listening to all of it together. Even when we're doing non-business things, if you think about it, when we're not doing business, we are logical in our thinking of other things and we put emotion with it and we're okay with it. But for some reason, when we're making business decisions, for me anyway, I feel like I gotta put my business brain on and deal with that. And then the other stuff is separate. Yeah. But really, if you think about it, they're all happening anyways. You know, you can avoid your body from having a physiological reaction. It's going to happen. So why not, instead of shutting that off and denying that piece of ourselves, why not acknowledge, appreciate it, see the strength and the value of it, and then use it? Yeah, that's mind-blowing <laughs> like that's just so cool I know I love that that's something that I have not thought of I might do it naturally without realizing it because I feel as a solopreneur I'm doing this alone and so I allow myself to be emotional and it's okay because I'm a business owner and it's not always easy and there's going to be emotions involved and so right. I kind of give myself permission to do that but I don't do it strategically and think hey what is this emotion telling me And how can I use that in a positive way? That's very powerful. Yeah, it can be. What part does clarity play in decision-making when you're thinking about making a major decision? Yeah, I come from a very structured environment. So I love to think about the process of decision-making. And when I talk about clarity, that's in the very early stages of a what I call like a logical decision-making process. First up is the awareness that you have a decision to make. You can either acknowledge that you have a new opportunity or you can acknowledge that things need to be different than what they are now, even if you don't know, you know, what the next opportunity is. Step number one is the awareness. Step number two is clarity because in order to really make a decision, we have to know what our objectives are in the first place. And so I associate clarity with having a clearly defined, and I also encourage like a succinct objective that we can set the path for and differentiate clarity, which is at the beginning phase of the decision process from 
certainty, which is towards much later in the decision process, because a lot of people get hung up on thinking that they don't actually know what they want. And I often come across scenarios as we dig into that, where they actually do know what they want, but they don't know how they're going to achieve it. And they don't know if it's going to be successful. So they're, that's what they're thinking about. And that uncertainty is creating like these alarm bells in their mind that are drowning out the fact that they actually do know what they want. And so they just can't hear it. It's part of the process of creating certainty, the certainty that you're looking for in order to get comfortable with your decision is first really acknowledging what it is that you're working towards in the first place. And then you can develop the path in between that helps you understand what's possible, what your risks are, what your potentials are, and what your support system, your resources, all of those things go into the certainty part that is towards the end of the decision process. Clarity for me is an objective without worrying about how. Oh, I like that. That's a really simple way to, to put that is, I'm going to see if I can repeat it. So clarity is without knowing the how. Yes. Yeah. That's so great. So the next question I have is how do you create clarity? Yeah. So again, certainty, the, the process of creating certainty is often actually creating a sense of structure and framework and pathways, but clarity is a much more open, creative space. It's an exploratory space. It's a process of looking inward and also really just reflecting on what's possible. And again, not worrying about what isn't possible yet or how you might make it possible. Creating clarity is really, it's a combination of letting go of some assumptions. And also as you let go of the assumptions that you're carrying, sinking deeper and deeper into what's actually true for you at the core of what you want. That's so powerful. I know that you have a clarity creation course coming up. Can you tell us about that and what that's involved and how our listeners could could tap into that? Yeah, thank you. I'm super, super excited for this. This is a new offering that I'll be putting out in February. It's an online self-guided course that is designed to support you when you're going through a major decision and maybe you acknowledge that there is opportunity or that you want to make a change, but you're just not sure what you want. And okay, you might say, all right, Jess, I get it. I don't need to worry about how, but I'm trying to shut off how, and I still don't like magically know what I want. This is actually a structured process because our brains love structure of actually opening up your mindset into exploring possibility and tuning into what's true for you at the core. But in a structured way that you can follow along step by step so that you don't have the tendency to fall back into the how because you have clear path forward of what you can consider next to continue opening up your mind and also tuning in deeper to yourself. This is something that I am 
offering it as a super accessible way to also sample my coaching style. Working with a coach can be intimidating. It's a big investment, usually in time and resources. And this is a great starting point if you have a significant decision coming up and you're looking for some easy steps to follow along in order to get clear about what your objectives are and discover what your next step forward is. That's awesome. I'm one of those people, and you mentioned that we, our brain likes structure. When people are like, oh, just pre-write or, oh, just jot down whatever idea. I love the fact that you created something that's structured because we automatically want to go to the how. We can't imagine. Our imagination and our creativity when we're little kids is so vast and so big and we just do it. But then as we get older and we have experiences, it's like our brain all of a sudden starts to problem solve. And so we get in that problem solving mode and that, how am I going to do it? And, oh, I don't see how I can do it. So if I can't see how I can do it, then I can't really do it. So I'm not even going to consider it. And I can see where that wall can go up. And I love that you have a, a way that we can have a structure that walks you through that process so that we can really uncover what it is that truly is what we desire to do and be clear about it. So that's fantastic. Is there anything that you'd like to share with the listeners as a takeaway, something that maybe they could do any of your processes, something that could help them with either clarity or around the human approach? Yeah, I would love to. So as I mentioned, I love spending time in nature. And that's I know that's not everybody's jam, but I also know that the benefits of spending time in nature are actually exponential. And I have been digging into a lot of research that has been developing over recent years about the benefits of nature, spending time in nature on making healthier, better balanced decisions. So what I would love to encourage people to consider is to, when you're really thinking about what it is that you want and looking for some clarity in your next step, next step forward, consider taking some quiet space to sit or take a slow walk or appreciate the nature that you have around you and just notice how your senses are enlivened by the environment and tune into what that feels like, tune into how that makes you feel and your reaction and what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy about that. And then use that noticing to also start noticing about your own ideas. What about your own ideas are enlivening or are not really sitting well or inspiring you? Using nature as inspiration can be super effective to really connecting with what's true for us at the core. Yeah. Okay, everybody, now go for a walk. Or if you have in your earbuds... And you're listening, okay, when we're done, just shut it off and listen to nature. Yeah, I actually do that. That's something that um, I get sucked into my laptop all the time. And I and we have a lab puppy and I just, I take her for a walk. And it's so crazy how just the fresh air and the different sounds and looking at the, whatever type of vegetation is going on at the time. It's winter now, so I'm, I love the snow. So we've got snow on the ground, but it's just... It's refreshing. It like re-energizes me. And then when I come back, I think about things differently. It actually does shift my perspective, which is really cool. 
Yeah. And it also, it's a stress reliever too. And so when we're less stressed, we can think more clearly. That's a natural result. But also, yes, I love that you appreciate winter. I think seeing like the cycles of life and of seasons really helps us come to peace as well with our own cycles and seasons. And creating that peace within ourselves helps us to better understand what we're moving towards in the future. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for that. That's such a great takeaway to just get out in nature. Yeah. And also I will offer that for those that of us that are in places where we can't easily access nature or if it's just too much to try and get out of what's readily available to you, even just looking out the window, my office desk faces a tree. And so when I need just like a five second break, I pause and I stare at this beautiful tree outside my window and usually there's a squirrel or a bird or just something beautiful to notice and appreciate in the moment and that gives me a quick like refreshing breath and then I can turn back in for both plants or listening to water or turning on those bird sounds if you have them even digitally that still counts like these things all help so any little space that you can create for nature appreciation is beneficial. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for all of your good pointers and suggestions. For those of you that are listening, I will have all the information about the Clarity Creation course in the show notes. So you'll be able to click on that link and follow up with Jessica in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much, Susie. It's been a pleasure. All right. And for my listeners, as always, keep it simple. Thanks for listening to this episode of Starting a Business Simplified, Navigating the Shift. If you enjoyed this episode, then hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting platform so you'll never miss an episode. This podcast is for you, so be sure to reach out and let me know what you thought about this episode. You can join our Facebook community, Women Medical Professionals Starting an Online Business, where we share resources and information as a community. Click on the link in the show notes to join.